The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you're listening to the prophetic voice of our time. And let me tell you, man, God is doing many great things, and many prophets are standing on the Word of God knowing that He is going to manifest His Word here in this nation. See, God intends to bring about political revival, the likes of which we've never seen in the history of this nation. And we, the body of Christ, we have to continue to stand in faith that God is faithful and that he is able to manifest his word. We're like the Israelites. As they prepared to enter the promised land, they faced down many giants. And the giants that we face today You know, they're actually even greater than the giants that the Israelites faced. Because the giants the Israelites faced, they were physical giants. Nowadays, the kinds of giants we're facing are the huge tech companies in Silicon Valley, the huge media conglomerates and media organizations that are working against the interests of the people of God and the American people. So we're facing down giants, but we have God's covenant on our side. And so long as we are holding fast and we stay true to that covenant that God has kept with us, he always keeps his end of the bargain, then we know that we are going to come out victorious. Now, something that's important for the American people and important for us in the body of Christ is that in order to maintain this covenant with God, we have to Be holy and blameless before God. In Joshua chapter 3, verse 5, and this was just before the Israelites crossed the Jordan River and entered the Promised Land where they waged war against Jericho and the multiple kings of Canaan. Before they could enter the Promised Land, this is what Joshua told the people. Joshua 3, verse 5. Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Now, this word consecration, it comes from the Latin word consecrat, which means dedicated, devoted as sacred. So consecration, what it means is to make something dedicated, sacred, and holy unto God. So here, Joshua was telling the people of God You need to consecrate yourselves, make yourself holy and blameless before God, and then God is going to do amazing and miraculous things among you. And the same holds true today. You see, in Christianity, it's kind of unique because Christianity is a faith where God himself has told us to become like him. In Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, God said, Speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. You see, in many ancient religions and beliefs, there was always a separation from God, right? The Greek gods, the ancient pagan gods, 
humanity would never ever be able to ascend to the perfection that is godhood but here god is asking us to do something that's seemingly impossible right be holy like he is holy and we know the scripture tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god so why would he even ask us this but we know that he sent his son and through his blood we can become holy and blameless just like the Father God. So we, in our covenant with God, we're called to be holy like him. We are called to be sinless and blameless before him. This is important because many of the prophets of God, many believers are standing on God's word, right? Victory is at hand. Victory is at hand. But why is it that victory seems to be delayed again and again and again. What is it that is delaying these victories? So the Sasos here, we've been praying every day for the United States of America, and we've been asking God, God, is there something that we're missing? God, is there something that we've been overlooking? And one day, this past Friday, December 4th, God revealed to Pastor Chris that we, as a body, needed to repent and be blameless before God. He confirmed this later that night when he revealed to her in a dream that there are six things that the body of Christ needs to repent for on behalf of the nation. The first of these things is abortion and human trafficking. We, as the body of Christ, we have to do more regarding these things. We have allowed these things to continue here in this nation. We have not prayed over them. We have not worked to stop them from happening the way that we should have been. Lip service is not enough. We need to make sure that we are continually interceding and prophesying to end both abortion and human trafficking here in the United States of America. The second thing that God revealed that he has been grieved about the United States is that many in the body of Christ have been touching pornography here in the United States of America. And because the body of Christ has been touching it, that means it is being allowed to prosper. Everything that the body of Christ touches, we are the salt and the light of the world. And the salt has the preserving power. So if we are touching pornography, it is going to be preserved and it is going to prosper. Many in the body of Christ have been touching it despite the fact that they know that it's wrong, despite the fact that they know that it enables this industry that many of those who participate in it are victims. The third thing that God has been grieved about in the body of Christ is that there is spousal abuse and child abuse that has been happening in the body of Christ. We're supposed to be the example for the world. And many Christians, they will, in an effort to shield themselves, they'll quote Proverbs, where if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. But they use it as an excuse to cover up the fact that they are abusing their children. You have to remember, when you're disciplining your children, think about the way that God disciplines you. When you step out of line, is God not merciful and loving? The fourth thing that the body of Christ needs to repent for on behalf of the nation is that there has been adultery in the body of Christ. The fifth thing that God said is that my people do not honor their word. How many promises have you made or commitments that you made that you 
didn't keep. Are you a man or woman of your word? If you are not, that is not pleasing to the Lord God, and we need to repent, and we need to remedy it immediately. The sixth thing that God said that the body of Christ needs to repent for is that many spiritual leaders in the body of Christ, they preach do's and don'ts, they preach about what you're supposed to do, but they themselves do not follow the teachings that they preach. God likened them, and he said that they are like the Pharisees and Sadducees, where they will tell people what to do, what they themselves will not do. God has been looking at these six things, and he has not been pleased. And understand, we have to be holy and blameless before God so that God can bring judgment on the wicked, so that God can bring salvation to the body of Christ. And understand... This consecration, just like Joshua said before the Israelites, consecrate yourselves, and then tomorrow God will do amazing and miraculous things among you. The consecration, this repentance, it's a precursor to the move of God in all contexts. We are believing God, and many prophets of God have been decreeing and declaring the end that victory has been preordained, that God is going to bring the victory, that we are going to see triumph, we are going to see political revival. But what we have been overlooking is that we need to consecrate ourselves. We need to repent and make ourselves holy before God so that he can move mightily, so that he can manifest his will on this earth. Because if we are not holy and blameless before God, then he will not move mightily. In one of the parables, the parable of the tares and the wheat, Jesus Christ said that the kingdom of God is like this. In the last days, a property owner, he put seeds in a field. But the enemy came and planted weeds, right? Tares amongst the good seeds. And they began to grow together. And the servant said, should we pick up the tares? Should we uproot these weeds? But the master said, no, do not, because you might uproot the good seeds and the wheat along with them. God does not want to uproot and judge the body of Christ along with the wicked. He is calling us to be separated out from them. And so he told his servants, wait for the tares and the wheat to reach their fullness, will allow them to completely mature, then we will bundle up all the tares, we will bundle them up, and we will throw them into the fire, and then we will harvest the wheat. You see, we are seeing now in the world the wicked roots, those wicked seeds, they are reaching their full maturity. It's happening. And God has shown us, even in this parable, that that is going to happen. But in order for him to uproot the wickedness, we, the body of Christ, also have to reach our full maturity. We have to reach our fullness, which means we need to be sanctified. We need to be consecrated before God. That is what is necessary so that he can move. So what God is saying to us now, and I encourage you, review those six things. Anything that you can do to write these things. We don't even concern ourselves 
most of the time concerning abortion or human trafficking. We don't even think about it. But it is a wicked thing that has been going on in this nation for too long, and we need to make a stand against it. And you might be thinking, what does that have to do with the election? What does this have to do with the voter fraud that's going on? We know in the Bible, any time the people of God were not aligned with God's will, that they were handed over to their enemies, that they moved away from a position of power and prominence and prosperity to a position where they were subjugated. This happened all throughout the scripture. We have to see things in the spiritual realm. But whenever the children of God, whenever they tore down those high places and they broke apart the altars of Baal, God could not help himself but to deliver them. We need God to deliver us and bring us victory, which means we need to make ourselves holy before God. So I want to read to you Joel chapter 2, starting with verse 12. This is what the Lord is saying to us here in the United States of America. Joel chapter 2, verse 12. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing. Grain offerings and drink offerings from the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep before the portico and altar. And let them say, Spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? And I want to tell you now, this last Friday, December 4th, Pastor Chris basically prayed that same prayer. God, do not allow these mockers, these false prophets, to continue to arrogantly defy the will of God and his people. Do not let them say that their God obviously is not any God because they fell into derision, because they fell into subjugation. Do not allow us to become an object of scorn in the nations. This is the prayer that we offer to God because all the nations of the earth are watching now. They're watching the United States of America. And when God brings deliverance, when God brings the victory, they are going to be witness to his mighty move here in the United States of America. We have to stand in faith believing that. So consecrate yourselves before God because consecration is a precursor to God's mighty move. Anything in your life, anything in your heart, that is not holy and blameless before God, you need to purge it now and make it right before him. Because the people of Israel, during their conquest of the promised land, in chapter 7, the entire nation of Israel suffered defeat because the disobedience of one man. Achan disobeyed God's words, and when they went to war, God's favor was not with them, and they suffered many losses. 
And Joshua had to go before God. He tore his robes and he said, God, why is this happening? Why did you send us to the promised land? Bring us to this position just for us to lose. And God told him, because Israel has broken my covenant. They have broken their covenant with me, so my blessing will not be with them. Because so long as our covenant with God is broken, his hand of victory cannot follow us. So they had to right the wrong. They had to deal with the sin in the camp so that they would not suffer any more losses. And this is what we need to do now. We need to turn ourselves to God, consecrate ourselves before him, and pray over these six things that God says he has been grieved over in this nation. And what happens is after we do that, God, he's already sending his response on his way. His response is already here. Joel chapter 2, verse 18, right after the repentance came, right after the repentance happened, right after the consecration happened, this was God's response to Israel. Joel chapter 2, verse 18, then the Lord was jealous for his land and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you new grain, new wine, and olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. I will drive the northern horde far from you. Pushing it into a parched and barren land, its eastern ranks will drown in the Dead Sea and its western ranks in the Mediterranean Sea. And its stench will go up, its smell will rise. Surely he has done great things. Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains, as before. The threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. And that last scripture, that is now applicable directly to the United States of America. Then you will know that I am in the United States of America, that I am the Lord God of the United States, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. And this, what is this? This is the harvest that we talked about just weeks ago. This is the restoration that we talked about weeks ago. The acceleration. So the consecration is going to come before all of these manifestations that God has promised us. Before all of the victory that the Lord has promised is coming. We just need to make these things right. And the cool thing is that this is where the transfer of influence, affluence, is going to happen. This is where it's going to transfer from the world system to the kingdom of God. And in doing that, we are going to usher in God's kingdom and God's glory here on earth 
as it is in heaven. Why? Because the next verse, and maybe you're familiar with this verse, this is what the Lord said. After I send the new grain, after I restore all the things that the locusts have eaten, after I've given you plenty to eat until you are full and even more, never again will my people be shamed. After all of those things, then it says in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. God's mighty move, the likes of which we have never seen before, is contingent on this. So the consecration is the precursor. It comes first. We have to consecrate ourselves. We have to make ourselves holy. Then you're going to see the harvest. You're going to see the restoration, the acceleration. You're going to see those things happen. And then you're going to see the Spirit of God poured out over all the earth like the waters cover the sea. And it's going to happen here in the United States of America. The world is going to be witness to it. And they're going to know that there is a God here in the United States of America, and he is the one true God. So I encourage you now, let us take the steps to make things right before God. So allow me to pray with you. And I encourage you, anything in your heart that is not holy and blameless before God, anything that you've been putting off, let us repent before God. Let us make things right so that we can let him, so that he will do his mighty work, man. He is able to turn any situation around. So, dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, we repent. We have allowed abortion to continue in the United States of America for too long. We have allowed human trafficking to continue in the United States of America for too long, but no longer, God. We commit, Lord, that we will take a stand against these wicked things here in the United States of America. We have allowed pornography to prosper here in the United States of America. We have even partaken and we have been touching these wicked things in the United States of America, God. So now we repent of these sins, God, and we commit that we will come against them, Lord. We repent, God, that we have allowed spousal and child abuse to continue in the body of Christ. We have allowed adultery, Lord, to continue in the body of Christ, God. We have not been people who honor their word, God. We have not been people who honor their commitments, Lord. We repent before you, God. And God, many of our spiritual leaders, Lord, we have not been practicing the very things that we preach, Lord. We have been telling others what to do. We have been preaching things from the pulpit, God, but we have not been keeping them themselves, God. We repent before you, God, and we commit that we will make these things right, Lord. Have mercy on us, God, because we know, God, your heart. We know that you desire to wrap the United States of America in your arms and exalt it, God. We know that you desire to bring us prosperity, God. So thank you, Lord. Do not allow our enemies to subjugate us and make us an object of scorn amongst the nations, God. We have committed to you, God, to become holy and blameless before you, God. And we believe, Lord, that you are capable of bringing deliverance in any situation, in any circumstances, God. We will stand firm on your word in every area, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
And we thank you, God, that it's going to be for your glory and the benefit of your people, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So before we go, I want to remind you that the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, we are holding it here in San Antonio, Texas. And if you are in the area, then I want you to go ahead and go to our website, SOGMI.org slash events, and register for the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints. We are going to be ushering in the victory that God has for us this year during the new year here in San Antonio, Texas. So it's going to be December 31st. Registration is $25 per person. And for those of you that can't attend in person, we have live streaming tickets available for $15 per person. Again, that is SOGMI.org slash events. And again, if you enjoy this broadcast, if this broadcast has blessed you, then I encourage you, you can support us by going to our website, SOGMI.org slash donate. We are supported by listeners just like you, as we work to spread the gospel and share the word of the Lord for all to hear. Again, my name is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.